Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3. I'm your host, Dan Jason. At EF3 Life, we're devoted to sharing life with you by journeying together. We believe in self-improvement, growth, and impacting the lives of others. Our four pillars are deeply rooted in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance, spreading love, positivity, and the good news of Jesus while growing to become the best version of ourselves is what we strive for. We believe in obtaining greatness and desire to empower people as we work together to share this platform and God's love with those we encounter. Be sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. Keep living life to the fullest. Hey everybody, hope you're doing well today and uh, just grateful that you join us on the podcast, the Life to the Fullest podcast that is, as we continue to uncover what God has in store for us. And you know, it's a beautiful blessing to be here with you and to share in the faith because after all, life is a journey and certainly none of us have it all figured out and it's something that we have to continue to uncover and discover as we journey on with the Lord. And it's just a blessing to be able to share this with you and with each other, our brothers and sisters around the world, as we're uncovering what God has planned and revealed for our life. And that's what it's about. It's about faith. It's about the things that we don't see, but we believe in. The real substance, those things that we can hold really firmly to, we're planted in, we're deeply rooted upon, And our hearts can grow closer to God because that is what our life gives us. It's just amazing to meet so many different people, you know, a lot of different avenues, how our paths cross and how we are all just on this pilgrimage. And really, we don't know when the end will come. We don't understand or really have any indication of where life will lead us. But we do know that when we show up, when we give our all every day, when we give our life away to God, the beauty that he can do with it is unmeasurable. You know, one thing that I've learned about life is that we're really not in control. But that is a good thing because God has it all figured out. He has a plan. He has a mission. He has a purpose for every single one of us. And never forget that. Understand that you are uniquely made. And that's really what this part of the podcast today is to be undiscovering the things that we have really deeply within our heart. And sometimes we have to discover them and sometimes we have to undiscover them. You know, the discoveries and the things that we're still searching for, the deep truths that remain, and the undiscovering are the things that maybe we've been living out that actually aren't where we need to be and what we are truly called to do and who we are called to be. And that's really what the gospel message in John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way. Do we allow him to be the way? You know, whether it be you're going to the grocery store or you're going on a trip somewhere at summer vacation time, you know, we get in the car, we hop in, and oftentimes we know the way. We have a journey, we have a route, we have a set plan or a course of how to get somewhere. But so often when it comes to the deeper, more meaningful parts of our life, we don't really have it figured out and we don't know the way. We don't know the next step or the next move that we should make where we should go next, how we should use our time, and ultimately, 
what we're here to do. Or do we? Do we know that? And that's what we're calling to mind. Are we reflecting upon the things that matter? So if we turn to the Lord, if we just give him the unabiding attention that he deserves, and we just are basking in his goodness, because each of us has had blessings. Yes, certainly life takes its toll. There are many things that come our way that blindside us, how our life goes sideways. We've talked about that recently and how things can go not according to our plan. But we have many blessings. We have a lot of things to be grateful for when we wake up in the morning and our feet hit the floor. But are we turning to him? Are we understanding that he truly is the way? You know, when you hop in the car and you put on the GPS or you just know where you're going and there is a lot of comfort in there. But so often the routine of life can kind of weigh us down also. And the excitement, the limitless potential that God has in store for you when you surrender yourself and you give him the wheel, you allow him to drive and you're in the passenger seat, you're along for the ride. Even though we are co-creators with the Lord, he allows us to have that free will and he gives us the reins. It's important for us to hand it over to him who is the way and the truth. That's the second part of it. The way, because we will find our way if we submit to the Lord's will. That really is one of the most challenging things you and I can do as human people. And that's why even Jesus himself in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was about to face his death and the crucifixion, he even pleaded with the Father and basically said in so many words, If this doesn't have to happen, allow it to pass. But not my will, but yours be done. He knows the way. The way to the Father is through the Son, Jesus Christ. It's love. The way is paved with love. It's paved with grace. You know, and St. Paul talks about this so often. And it happens again in 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. My grace is sufficient. So often in life, how many times do we need this amazing grace? Do we need this sufficiency when it comes to our weaknesses, allowing God to enter in so he can make us strong? Because maybe we don't have the strength to choose the right way or the path that he's laid before us. Oftentimes we come to a fork in the road and we're not really sure where to go. Who do we turn to and how do we decide? What does our decision-making process look like? Who are we talking to? What kind of conversations are we having? And really, how are we deciding to tap into the ultimate and most beautiful, loving Lord who wants nothing but for us to journey closer to him. Are we going to him in prayer? Are we opening up our scripture? Are we reading the word? Are we seeking wise counsel? Are we asking the Holy Spirit for this guidance? His grace is sufficient. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. There's something really bold and beautiful there. St. Paul getting at this because so often in St. Paul's life, He didn't really know where to go, who to turn to, and the persecution was coming. Before that, he was the one who was the persecutor. 
But then he did choose the way. But he didn't always know how he was going to get to where God needed him to be. But he trusted. And when there's one thing that you could think about, it's about trust. If you're going to choose the way, the road that's less traveled, the one that's the narrow path, you have to be willing to sacrifice. And if you're willing to give it up, if you're willing to understand that God will make you strong, even when you are weak, that his grace really will be able to seep into every crack and crevice, every nook and cranny of your life, and be able to fill you with joy, with peace, amidst troubles, the heartache, and the things that you're dealing with right now, the way becomes way more clear. The way becomes one paved with love. The way is a relationship. And that will lead us to the truth because God has a plan. We said that and we'll say it again. God has a plan for every single person on this earth. And really, we're all made for one thing, and that is to become saints and to go and spend eternity with the Lord. We were made for a relationship with God. That's what our soul is constructed of. The way is all about finding the truth. Now, there's a big thing here. Many philosophers for ages, centuries, millennia have been pondering, well, what is truth? How do we understand it? How do you know? What is truth versus just a mere idea or a conception? Some kind of thought or some kind of process. No, the truth, there's something more powerful, more profound, more alive there. And Jesus even says it. Not only does he say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, no one comes to the Father except through me. The truth is that we are built on relationship. We are built to love and to receive love and to abide in the Father's love for us and in Jesus being there, the Savior of the world, the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. But what is truth? How do we know? How do we discern? How are we able to decipher which voice that we're listening to. You know, so oftentimes people in their life, myself included, can get distracted by other voices, the voices of even people who love them, people who mean well, the voices of all the things going on in the media or social media, the voice of the evil one, the voice of the inner self, of the ego. But then there's also the voice of God. So how do we know the truth? Because then Jesus says, not only will the truth set you free, you'll be able to live as children of God. Truth, what is it? How do we find it? How do we uncover it? And how do we discover it as well? That's something that takes a lot of humility. You know, when you're wrong and you're a little kid and you don't want to admit it, that could be a really tough pill to swallow. But as you mature and you understand that when you speak the truth, there's only one time that you have to speak it. The rest will take care of itself. You understand that Jesus had something really profound that he was getting at here. The truth will set you free. You know, anybody who's living dishonestly or just not 
completely in the right way where they're supposed to be, what they should be doing. You know, when you take a good look at yourself in the mirror, you have a heart to heart and you're just uncovering the things of your life, prayerfully reflecting, understanding what brings you the most joy, meaning the things that really make you fully alive. Those are the things that add up to the truth. And sometimes I really believe that it's because of the painful conversations, the situations we put ourselves in, the things that are really hard and difficult that we don't want to stare those things in the eye. We don't want to look at the ugliness of discovering what actually is hidden and buried deep down inside. But the thing is, it's not ugly at all. It's actually beautiful. It's a hidden treasure. And that's why the truth will set you free. And you'll be free indeed. But in order to do that, a lot of times you have to do what is really daunting. You have to take a grip of the situation. You have to take accountability. And you have to have some conversations that could be really tough. And there's so many people who are not wanting to do that. Well, I don't think anybody really wants to do that. It's certainly not something that comes to the forefront of your mind like, oh, this is going to be a great idea. This is going to be something that's really enjoyable. No, absolutely not. But the fact is, you have to do it. And it's in doing so, in doing the hard, when you uncover the things in your life that might be messy, well, Jesus enters in. That is where his grace is sufficient. It's in the mess that God enters and he embraces us and he has his arms stretched out wide and he wants us to come just as we are. You don't have to fix anything. You don't need everything to be perfect. No, actually quite the opposite. But you just got to be honest. You just got to confess where you were wrong. And you got to embrace the truth. Because there is real freedom there. You know, what good is it to be living all bottled up, constrained, handcuffed, tied down? You know, your soul is suffering if you're not really living in the freedom that Jesus has for you. So how do you do that? Well, I think part of it is diving into the scripture, seeing how those like St. Paul who navigated through life and really trusted in God fully by understanding that the gaps would be filled in by God's sufficient grace. Because without God, we are really nothing. And we can't do much of anything. But with him, there's limitless potential. There's limitless power because even our weaknesses are made stronger than any human strength when God is involved. The truth will set you free. Something to really think about. What do you need to be set free from? Or maybe a better question is, what area of your life do you need to unlock so that God can show you the truth so you can live the truth so you can allow God's truth to speak volumes into your heart and so that you can be open to where he's calling you to be
The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Make sure to visit ef3life.com for more episodes of this podcast, as well as resources and books like my bestseller, Fire Burning Within, fiercely taking on life to achieve victory with God, leading you every step of the way. And make sure to follow us at EF3 Life on social media. Welcome back to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. So grateful that you join us today. And we're thinking and discussing as well as uncovering the truth. It's really important for us to realize that everybody has a different way of arriving there. You know, sometimes we're there from the beginning. There's just so much grace and so much love and a situation that allows faith to be almost easy at times. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's a beautiful grace and a blessing. But at other times, people live their life and they sojourn through it. There's a navigation that takes place and there's ups and downs like for most people. And it's in the end times, the last hours even, that God's grace comes through in a very peculiar way in a mystical way it's mysterious but when he enters in it's received because there's an open heart that allows him to enter and flow in and in doing so that person can actually be free because they live by the truth the truth of what they were made for they are made to be with god in union with him and they were made to have love flow from their heart Not only just a love for themselves or for those that they care about in this world, but a relational love, a love that understands and can feel, a love that permeates the soul, the mind, and the body, a love that shares in this great transcendent place where they're able to embrace the Lord and God enters into their life and he's there, he's fully present. That's real grace. That's what's sufficient. That's truth. When truth enters in, it changes everything. You know, there's no greater pain than somebody at the end of their life looking back and reflecting, thinking about the things that they regret, what they wish they would have done, what they should have said to somebody at a particular time or maybe many people for that matter the things that they feel that they were called to do that they left on the table that didn't get completed there's nothing worse than when you think about the things that you're not honest with yourself there's nothing more freeing than when you're truly transparent and you come to full terms with the situation at hand, and how oftentimes, by being a little bit more open, by allowing God to enter in, by cracking that door just one more inch, how things could be radically different. Truth. What is truth? That's what we're trying to uncover and discover today. Because in John 8:32, Jesus said, And you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free free freedom being able to 
do as you please. And we're not talking about that in a selfish manner. We're talking about it as in love and do what you will. That's a great saying. I really like that. Because if we're living in the truth and the freedom of being God's children, if we understand that this life is far more than just what's happening here in bodily form, but actually is a setup. It's about practicing heaven. It's about getting ready and preparing for what is to come. In so many words, it's like a dress rehearsal. You know, when you ever go to a play out on the town or at a local theater, you go to the high school or you go to see some musical, even a Broadway show, it's pretty amazing how you can get lost in the moment, how you can be there and the characters captivate your mind your attention and your heart and you really feel what they feel it's almost as if you're experiencing it through their mind through their eyes and through this lens and even though we know it's the dramatics we know that this is all characterization and it's not actually real reality does set in because your life is a dress rehearsal we're all getting ready we're all getting ready to to get ready for the next step But here's the thing, if we come to it, we realize there's more than just the surface level. There's a great depth to each and every one of our hearts. And we're able to chisel away at the things that kind of block us from the truth, from God, who is the way, who wants us to have such a beautiful, powerful relationship with him because he loves us and will never stop pursuing us. He will chase us down and always will be on the hunt for our soul because he wants us to be in union with him where we will remain and last forever, where we will be truly free, the freest of all. He will never stop pursuing you because his love for you is not ceasing. It's never ending. Sometimes we have to come to it in a difficult manner. Perhaps it's in the suffering. You know, recently there have been a number of people in my life who have gone some really painful experiences, some tough battles with terminal illness, disease, or cancer. So often we wonder why is this happening? You know, really great people. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why now? They didn't deserve it. But a lot of it is we don't understand what God's doing behind the scenes, how he's using something, and how he is able to touch somebody's life, even amidst the suffering and the despair, and how he can use that as a way to reach others. There's a lot of beauty and grace in that. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of freedom in understanding that we are not in control, but that God is. He has a great plan. He knows how to orchestrate it all. And it should be freeing that we don't have to do it. That's something else to think about here when it comes to what God did for us by sending his son Jesus to die on the cross, to live for us, to thirst for our hearts and to never stop pursuing us because there is great freedom in this. 
that we actually don't have to do anything at all except have our hearts open and allow God's grace, which is sufficient, to flow through, to allow it to enter in, to allow it to work on our hearts, to repair our woundedness, and to lead us closer to His Son. There's nothing more than the Father would want than for us to abide fully in His grace and in the love of His Son. You know, the Virgin Mary, Jesus' mother, what truth and beauty and grace to be there at the cross when Jesus said, I thirst. And when he gave the blessed disciple, John, to Mary, and Mary to John, not Mary just to John, but to all, to the church, to the world, because he knew that there would be a way for us to get closer to him. And that way is in emulating the trust and the grace, the openness to God's plan for our life that Mary had. Because amidst the not knowing, amidst the pain, amidst life going completely sideways, she trusted fully. And in doing so, God uncovered the truth and the truth set her free. My hope is that today and every day that you will allow God to continue to work in your life and on your heart. And I pray that God will open up your mind, your eyes, and your ability to humble yourself as I humble myself, to allow God fully in, to allow the truth to come, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. There is something there. It's not just a mystery. It is beautiful. And there are many mystical parts of it. However, it's not simply some kind of far-off dream, mirage, or fantasy. This is actually reality. But you have to believe it. And it's faith. It's hoping in the things that you don't see and believing in those things that will be, that are to come. This is Jesus, the Savior of the world, the one who loves us, the one who is there and who always will be. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. For EF3 Life, I'm your host, Dan Jason. This has been an episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast. Continue to check out more episodes, my books like Fire Burning Within, and other resources by visiting ef3life.com. And make sure to follow me on social media at EF3Life. As Jesus himself said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. Keep crushing it out there and know that there's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. Music